medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Welcome, welcome. We are the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. My name is Mike Crawford. I used to be known and still known, a.k.a. Mike Can, as you heard in the ad, com, our official sponsor, where I got my medical marijuana card. We're going to be talking a lot about medical marijuana today because so much has happened just in the last week. Uh, one of my friends uh, made some big news this week. He's also a uh, sometimes uh, guest columnist uh, with my Token Truth uh, column uh, in the past. He's a well-known activist in Massachusetts. Bill Downing, uh, some news on him uh, at Brighton District Court this week. We're going to talk about that today, definitely. Uh, you are, what's your name over there uh, here at the nick of time? Yeah. This is Lauren Pespisa here again, the young jerks. I made it through the snowstorm. You sound a little bit, Bell, like, a little like, oh. Oh, I'm here again. Like, uh, no, is no, it I'm like just the exacerbated. snow is like just, uh, getting you already. You, I mean, that Uber ride here was pretty, pretty excruciating. Intense? It was just excruciatingly slow. <laughs> you know, just you know, going. I took my time. Safely. I got here wicked early. I like yeah. sat in the snow for like an hour and just smoked weed, parked <laughs> my car. Like that's what I did today. After I feel like it came all at once, man. Yeah. Because I had gone inside, at, you know, like earlier that in the day, and then. Yeah, like a couple hours ago, it was the roads are fine, and I got out, and I guess that's how snow works. It's Duh. it's coming down out there yeah, in it's, uh, it's, Cambridge it's and Boston out, right yeah. now. It's uh, we didn't expect to get much after the the forecast. We thought we were gonna kill, and then we get nothing, and now it's uh, windy, and there is some snow, and it's uh, I'd be it's I hope people are careful right now, careful driving, stay and listen to us, the young jerks. We have a big show today, as I said. Uh, there's also uh, another story that we may talk about today, but. Uh, I just, I'm writing this token truth column. I want to uh, let everyone know about that. Um, syndicated through the Boston Institute of Nonprofit Journalism with Chris Ferrone. It's like our partnership now. I'm the writer. He's my editor. It's like us working together, a tag team. Uh, we've been putting it out for a long time through Dig Boston in print and Greenleaf Magazine. Uh, we have the new Greenleaf Magazine in hand. I'm very excited about it. There's some some older articles reprinted about Maya Walsh in this. And it's, all I'm going to say, it's very topical based on uh, some of the news that's happening this week. Again, another major news story we may talk about today. If you're paying attention, you probably already know. Um, put two and two together, you might see where some of my upcoming token truth stories are going. We have some major token truth stories coming. Uh, one of the things I'm very excited about is that we're about to uh, announce that we are na I'm nationally syndicated through that column. We're going to announce a new partner based on the story I'm writing up right this weekend today, which I was writing about Bill Downing. So we're going to be talking a lot about that today. Um, but also, we have a guest in studio. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yes, he's at the gas. <laughs> he's ready to go. Yeah, damn right, I'm ready. And you know what I'm excited about is, uh, like, I didn't, we didn't really book a guest this week because there was going to be a storm. And it was just like, you know, we have a great guest book next week. We could just take it off if it's bad. And then the storm looked like it was going to hit it all. And we we're like, you know, we're going to do a show. So <laughs> what are we going to do? And then I got a message from someone in the community that is a big time supporter of our work in uh, marijuana reform and said, hey, Mike, here's somebody you should check out and have on your show. And it was this next guest who was running for state center out of Quincy, Mass. Uh, he's challenging somebody that I'm very excited to. Uh, I mean, it's just more news this oh, yeah. week. This guy just continues to uh, be like one of the biggest opposition leaders to uh, any type of marijuana reform in the state. John Keenan, who's the state senator right now, uh, this gentleman Alex Mendez is running against John Keenan. So just for that, just for because John Keenan, no matter what, he he said there were no medical marijuana patients. Medical marijuana is not medicine. Uh, he's just been awful to patients in Massachusetts, and now he's gone out to Colorado. You saw some of the quotes this week. We're going to talk to Alex Mendez, but before we do that, we're going to just give him a round of applause for running against John Keenan, <laughs> the state senate, for doing right. that. Just I needed somebody to yeah. do that. I know. I was pumped when I saw all the stuff come out. I was like, no, this is perfect. Because if he switches to him, was, like, came out just honest and was like, I've been wrong in the past, but we should change it, the facts or whatever, and it's a nice, normal system out there. But he came back just trashing it. I was like, oh, he set himself up. It's Because it just... It's just a pattern of just perpetuating some type of lie and just being against it from the get-go. Yeah, it'd be the third campaign where this guy, Senator Keenan, is going to be campaigning against marijuana reform. The third time he loses. Um, And it's the same old thing. Like, he went out there on, they said, oh, uh, some prevention group, some healthcare group was covering the bill. It was all private money or some crap. I don't even know. But it was like a junket to be against it. And it's like... We knew what we, you were going to use in this to be politically, to make a big deal coming back. And it's just, and talk about how a problem edibles are now. How do you stand on this whole medical marijuana and legalization um, in 2016? Will you vote? Will you be voting, Alex? Yeah, of or? course. Yeah, of you course. support it. Yeah, it's just, uh, cannabis is just a fundamental aspect of comprehensive drug policy. And just ignoring it and treating it antisocially. It's just a weird way to go about it, especially when you're dying, denying science, reality, social data. I mean, he just has no bearing to stand on besides that it's a 40-year lie that it's bad for you and leads to heroin. Um, and he claims that he's exceptionally um, dedicated to fighting people who profit from addiction, but he's does nothing towards the pharmaceutical companies. I know. That he's, he's, a, he's talking about a lot now about the opiates. Yeah. But he, he yeah. doesn't seem to want to recognize the facts. Do you think you're going to be able to bring that up in this campaign, that the facts are um, medical studies now are showing that there's a 25% reduction in opiate overdoses in states that actually have functioning medical marijuana programs, which we haven't had in Massachusetts thus far. Even now, it's still not a functional. It's yeah. still not, I'm still not getting uh, medical marijuana from dispensary or caregiver legally. It's still not working. Um, we could reduce just like even myself. I'm just one of how many people's stories. It's not going to work for everybody, but for the ones it does, where you have chronic pain, which I've had for 17 straight years because of a back injury from wrestling, 
uh, I was prescribed those opiates. I, I, I needed them for a, maybe a week when it was really bad, at, when I first really got, you know, I was crawling around the floor. But after that week, I realized that cannabis was, I didn't want those pills. I wanted to try cannabis, and it worked for me, and it, it's the much safer alternative, no addiction. Are you going to be able to bring that up in this I, debate, right. do you think, with him? There are two ways to go about it. There's the one way that you want to go is looking at the scientific aspect of it and saying, objectively, this is chemical A and this is chemical B. One of them is a safe alternative. One of them safe, doesn't lead to addiction, can help with all sorts of chronic illnesses like back pains or just migraines, um, seizures, uh, things such as that. Then there's this other drug, which is drug B, and it has a high propensity to lead um, to addiction, not just from the uh, pharmacological composition of the drug, which relates it to opiate, heroin, everyone, it's supposed to sound dangerous because it is. Um, but the, I want to look at it in the disparity of treatment from a, um, a policy perspective, which can, um, and Keenan is completely, he was oblivious to it, where he's so against cannabis, won't even say it on his website. If you go on his website, he won't say it. He went on this secret little mission, never mentioned it to anyone. Um, That's pretty messed up. Yeah, it's weird. If you look for the, if you Google it right now, look for the names of the people on that subcommittee before they announced it when they got back. It was completely hidden. Um, so they keep that a complete secret um, and just don't treat it fairly. But then they allow pharmaceutical companies to do whatever they want. Um, if you look, uh, Keenan, his opiate preventions is that he says patients have a right to say no to opiates, which means that people are pushing so many opiates to him that instead of just taking them, they have a right to say no now. Like it's like, oh, patients, <laughs> <laughs> really? it's like patients' really? rights, patients' rights, really? they have a right to say no. Uh, Isn't that what wow. you meant? Uh, and so, talk about dumb speak. Wow. That's what I hate. Like when just politicians no. are really like yeah. do the dumb, like yeah. the, like who dumb, talk dumb to people. Yeah, and it's so, like it just limits our intelligence. Yeah, it lowers it, the intelligence yeah. of the of the conversation. Yeah, and he ignores it that he won't even say the word cannabis, but at the same time. Yeah. Every one out of five commercials is for a pharmaceutical drug. Yeah. And it's not for... I mean, everyone's talking about the uh, commercial right now that's about uh, the constipation from the opiates. You yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's how bad the pharmaceutical uh, industry yeah. is. A pill for is a pill that, for a pill. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like, if you're depressed, we'll give you this. Side effect is depression and yeah. this. And, and you're just well, like, you, are you, you just serious? Take a, take a little medible or a... Uh, a vape or, 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 or God yeah. forbid, a smoke. Well, I, I mean, come on. Um, one... There is that alternative, but one way I'd like to look at it is that to address it fairly, one, put cannabis equal treatment as any other pharmaceutical, which means allow it to get reviewed by the FDA. Evidence will suggest that it's a um, fair drug. But the other aspect is, um, oh, shit, I forgot what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were we? We're talking about cannabis, what to do cannabis. about it. Oh, uh, to go over the actual bigger problem, which is, People are just not doing too well in health-wise. We look at chronic diseases like obesity, diabetes, because we right, eat shit. Right, we eat shit. Right, we put tons we, of crap in our bodies. We don't pay chemicals in our bodies. I mean, people are like, GMOs, GMOs. We have terrible diets, terrible pesticides that go on the food that yep. we eat. Then we end up taking drugs because our diets are so bad. And then yep. we take other drugs for the side effects. So it's chemical after chemical after chemical after chemical. 
we shouldn't be doing this. And then we look, we pushed all these drugs and we're like, of course people have dependencies now. And they narrow right. the scope by calling it the opiate epidemic. But it's not just opiates. Everyone knows that has ever had a friend or anyone that's gone through a drug problem. They'll do any type of pill in front of them. Just they get in that type of stage where it's like, oh, this is whatever. I've never snorted something purple before. And you're like, I can't believe I actually heard that. But, yeah, right, right, yeah, and you're like, right, that's, right. That, that's, I didn't know that existed yeah, until it's, um, yeah, it's, that's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, if this is a real discussion to talk about the bigger issue, whereas if you look at it from that perspective, the idea of cannabis is like, of course, just let people get past it and let's move on to something substantial. Yeah, like this shouldn't even be a fight anymore. It should, exactly, but exactly. It has to be right now. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and these guys, that's where they want to spend their time. I just don't get it. I, uh, John Keenan, right. I just... Uh, we don't Especially he, as he likes to say he has all these alternatives no. to opiates and all these sort of new innovative innovative treatments. Well, I think no. that cannabis, cannabis can be a treatment for opiate addiction. 25% reduction of overdoses. Right. That, I mean, uh, like if we have uh, 1,000 deaths, there's 250 people still alive a year. That The statistic makes sense. Um, the 25% uh, reduction, that's more of... Um, it doesn't, that's not necessarily saying that medical cannabis will lead to decreases in opiates. I think it does. I, well, no, I don't, no, no, I'm not on I, opiates. I, 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 For 17 I years, that. I've got, not been off no, of opiates. No, you know, I, I agree with cannabis. you with that aspect, but I'm saying that that number isn't, that also has to deal with comprehensive drug policy. Right. I mean, You're just even, even treatment, um, a lot of states are turning to treatment instead of prison. So we have to look into that's. A good moves now, but they should have been doing those moves I think in 1990. That given, you know, when people are coming off opiates, they take other drugs, um, mm -hmm. and those other drugs oftentimes when they will interact with opiates to make yep. more overdoses. So, like, if you're smoking weed instead of taking benzos or some yep. other downer to, you know, as a comfort med, you're a lot less likely to end up if you do pick up again to OD. So, like, yeah, it doesn't kill you, lover. You can right. fall asleep, <laughs> you fall, like, but it's not like the kind of dangerous fall asleep. Yeah. It's like weed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a light like snore. weed doesn't interact it's with any of it. Yeah. I think it's just a safer. It's a much safer for people want, in daily pain. They maybe definitely. should test it. It's just too bad it doesn't work for everybody. Withdrawal. That's the issue. It doesn't work for everybody. So some people right, still right. I think the opiates have a time and a place. Some people are going to still have addiction problems and want those hotter drugs. And like you said, experiment with all these different pills and still get hooked up in them, but. We, we just need to, uh, I think, trim around the edges um, and, and find every solution we can and come at it. I like yeah, that they're going with Narcan. I mean, that's one of the things that I can be really happy about in Massachusetts right now. Yeah. That we're, like, you know, I can be all mad at Mayor Walsh and, and all these things, but I'm glad that he's one of the ones that said, hey, we need to bring out Narcan right away. And a lot of these cities and towns and, and firefighters and police officers have been trained on. A lot of people are being saved that way. We need all of these solutions. Right. And just yeah, to the, the, limit, exactly. to say you're number one on it. But like you said, Alex, you won't talk about it. You won't even mention yeah. medical cannabis because it actually might be something it's, that works that, a little bit. That's exactly what I'm, On the list of things that need to happen, a consistent drug policy based on health effects instead of political bias, right. that should just be number one standard. I mean, this is just... I mean, I, I always call it cannabis. I never call it medicine. I don't call it anything. It's cannabis. If it has medicinal benefits, then that's an right. aspect of cannabis. Doesn't we don't matter, have yeah. to say, we don't say, the uh, like, I, I can't even think, but, um, like, I'm trying to think, <laughs> Right, why like, would we let our preconceived yeah, judgments? like, like. Uh, the, like recreational is. alcohol, yeah. like recreational alcohol. I mean, isn't it's all like, alcohol usually? Right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> cannabis, it's no one's business on why you're using it. I mean, sure. that that's... Um, Unless you're going to get it for like a better price because you're a medical patient. Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
So let's talk so about some the of the other right issues now. too that you're running. Why did you decide to run, Alex? Uh, just because I've had my pulse on Massachusetts politics, trying to see, and then I've been waiting for someone to step up. No one stepped up, and then no one has had a fair discussion about drug policy. At the Boston Globe, the Herald, everyone says John Keenan, leader in drug policy, he's so progressive. The only things he's done, besides a couple peripheral um, aspects like getting more beds for treatment centers, which are necessary, but everything else he's done, like the Good Samaritan 911 law, uh, That's eliminating law. the uh, rule, revoking uh, driver's licenses for drug addicts, he's just undoing problems that they created in the legislature over the past 25 years. Not, like, right, he's not doing and, anything new. And then yeah. instead of saying, hey, Democrats, Republicans, um, we screwed up, like let's acknowledge in that the harm reduction models are much better, cost-effective, and save more lives, he's kind of just easing into it. But you can tell that's an insincere discussion not based on science because he can't objectively talk about cannabis. Yeah, I predict right. there's a new day right now. I think that people... Uh, still don't get it. I see him on my Facebook. We had a huge argument this week with some, you know, different trolls. I call them, you know, Trump people. But they don't get it. They think that uh, we need to lobby them for their vote. It's like, no, 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 you don't get it. The demographics are totally swinging in our way, and that's why, uh, you know, even the presidential campaign, you're seeing Black Lives Matter be such a huge issue um, in both campaigns. Where in the beginning it was kind of a joke and it wasn't going anywhere. But these issues, drug yeah. reform policy, across issues. the board, but, it's we have the numbers yeah. in our favor, and not yeah. just Massachusetts, but especially here, and yeah. especially in this 2016 um, election. Exactly, and um, not just this is where we're most distinguishable from uh, my opponent Keenan. But then there are other issues such as education. I want to build the Massachusetts agricultural industry right now in Massachusetts. Our prison industry has more money going into it than our agricultural industry puts out. That's never existed before in any civilization where the prison industry has more money than the food that they make. Wow. If you think about that, if you look object, we think about it because we're a state, but if you look at countries like Denway, uh, Denmark and Norway, we're the same population, same GDP, and um, if, if you looked at them and said, you, pr- you guys don't produce food, but you put all these people in prison and waste... Three hundred million dollars a year on it. What's what? What are you guys doing? What's your aspect? Like you're not focusing on health. You are focusing on criminal punishments on people right, instead of keeping right. people healthy and free. Yeah, it's a fair. weird dynamic in right. a civilization, and we put focus onto that stuff instead of saying, "Be free." Let's take a look at education. Let's reduce costs. Let's reduce administrative costs and just government in general. Let people get their freedom instead of depending on the government like we have right now. Whether it's um, depending on the government to have more police or depending on the government to provide a social service. Like, we can tone all this stuff down, become more efficient, and right. we just need honest discussions on the fundamental big issues. Let me and, ask you about some of these issues. Yeah. Uh, how about school choice? Right now, um, my buddy, my editor, Farone, is like one of the leading voices for public schools and that whole side of the debate I see, and I follow him, and he's kind of gotten me on that side as well as my girlfriend. Um and at first, I really like school choice, and I still kind of like the idea of it, but there's going to be a big initiative on it, it seems like, and it's a big debate of whether to allow more state charter schools. Where would you be as a senator on that issue? Uh, would you uh, be more on the charter public school side are, of the charter, charter schools? schools are essential in an attempt to privatize. They call them nonprofits or whatever, but they're an attempt to privatize education. Ah, yeah. And that 
generally stems from a disapproval of uh, public education, blaming it on the schools why kids aren't succeeding, which has to do in part um, because we spend so much money on criminal justice and all that crap instead of focusing on education. Right, right. What would you um, say about some of those schools, though? Because, I mean, some of them, they, they, they've, they've been shown, like, some of them are really great. Like, uh, some of those privatized schools, that, well, maybe they're not even privatized. They have a it, charter, supposedly. I mean, I mean, you can call it privatized, but some of them are really doing great. I mean, the governor uh, in the State of the Union brought one of them, I believe, in Roxbury, Dorchester. That's, like, number one. It's beating every other school. I mean, there are cases of it. It's definitely good alternatives, People, like you said, it's a choice. People want to choose to send them to a charter school. That's whatever. But I have faith in the public school system. I mean, just generally, I went through public school. In what school did you go to? Uh, I went to Marymount Elementary, Broadmeadows Middle School, Quincy High School. Oh, Quincy High. Yeah. And You're then, a Red Raider? No, that's Quincy no, that, North. Yeah. No, I used to wrestle, so I'm like yeah. thinking of my... What, no. what was Quincy's... Uh, uh, Patriots. Oh, yeah. No, Presidents. Pa- yeah, Presidents. presidents that's presidents. right, because we wrestled them, too. Yeah. I, I was uh Triton High School up in the North Shore, but like state tournament time, we'd see Quincy kids. They were always good wrestlers. Uh, yeah. And some of my friends from Bridgewater State went, you know, lived in Quincy. Someone went to Archie's and Archbishop Williams, and Quincy's a great place. We, do you think uh, for the state Senate campaign... How, what are your chances here? I mean, this guy is an incumbent. He's a, a power player. He's been there for a while. I mean, um, he, everyone that finds out I'm running tells me I lost, and they say Keenan. Everybody loves him. He's so progressive. Like what he's doing for drug policy is amazing. And yeah. then boom. And then I'm like, so technically, you don't know yeah, the full aspect the of the stories? issues exactly. So what I want to ask now is. Why do you support him? Is it because of education? He doesn't mention education on his website. Is it because right. it's of, only drug stuff on his uh, site? Is it drug stuff? Um, some veterans affairs. Right. Um, it's real, just basic, basic stuff. It's very he doesn't specific things. I feel like it's, it's kind of just it, it's weird. He just is like transportation. Granted, my website's vague right now, but I'm uh, about seventy-five days into my campaign. Yeah. He's about twenty years into his campaign. Yeah, and you're already like willing so, to answer the questions. Come on, our show. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're showing that where yeah. I guarantee you. I asked Keenan, I'll never get him on yeah, my show. He won't accept my friend request. <laughs> no, that's pretty no. much all you need to know. Like, no. yeah. they, they, there are certain people. Like, people say, like, oh, why don't you get this person on your show? It's like, why do you think? Yeah, because they don't have the balls to come on. It's like, like so that, there's a real thing in that in this whole uh, media access right. business where you you have to almost you know be on the same side to have people on because they don't want to be challenged by some our show like our young progressive yeah. show. Where we're really on top of it about these issues. Well, I'm gonna ask you another question, Alex. Yeah. What about, um, you know, uh, obviously we want to thank you for coming in. Yes, uh, thank you. And and like on just a short notice, you were like, I'm there in the middle of a blizzard. I'm there. Where yeah. John Keenan would never come in here. Um, not in the blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. never. He <laughs> never, would just, just never, never come in yeah. here. He won't even accept my friend. That says it all. Yeah. <laughs> like these are folks. You know, there are a lot of them that will block me. And that's you know, awful. Yeah. So what about the cost of living? Because you talked about education, too, and the whole higher education, uh, where people, young people especially, are in such debt. Uh, the wages have been stagnating for a while. There's a whole minimum wage movement now, too. How do you, especially in Boston and Cambridge, um, I know you're not, you're in Quincy. Um, your district is more the South Shore. But as a state senator, you are kind of overlooking the whole state, but you're specifically looking at your, your constituents. How, even there, where the cost of living is going up and up and up, how do you make it affordable for people to live there? 
It's a uh, tough question. Yeah, it's because uh, that's one of the things that keeps coming up with us. It's uh, you know that that is the issue that uh, concerns I think uh, working class, especially artists and young people. Well, right now the cost of living for people in my generation goes up automatically the moment you get out of school. I'm right now. I got a good deal. I was pretty much sitting on a winning lottery ticket, so I got to do a whole bunch of office school, which was fantastic. But um, I I have a mortgage in debt right now, so that's inhibitive right now, just a general cost of living. And I want to prevent people from having to get debt, especially if you can't go out of high school and then come out with a Ferrari's worth of debt there's something wrong with yeah. that, especially it's even more. So it seems like almost like a mortgage. You have a mortgage yeah. before you have a mortgage. Exactly. Yeah. So then that's just one education. We can knock down the cost of that. Um, living expenses that just goes on. I mean, just as more people, we're in the next ten years, we're gonna have another million people in Massachusetts. I know housing so, issue. So, I mean, I, I'm looking. I've been living yeah. in Cambridge forever. I'm, I'm, we've been doing this crazy move to Marblehead. We we're splitting time right now, but we're going to be moving to Marblehead, but it's just about the situation yeah. in the family. But a lot of my friends that I've seen here in Cambridge, some of them Boston, who are artists who are my age or older, have been here forever, always plan to stay here. They're not leaving. Yeah, they, They're just like, you know what? Even L.A. is a better deal. Like, there's so many better deals, it seems like. And this is supposed to be the hot job market. It's it's kind of strange. No, uh, like, jobs. It no, doesn't translate to everyone. Yeah, Cambridge like. is the number one city for millennials. Boston's number nine, according to Forbes magazine. Um but, but it's not translating to everyone, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, no, because that's people not just coming into down. the state who can afford to go to nice schools and migrate towards Cambridge and who can afford it. And have the right skill sets. Yeah, I mean. To um, land a great job. Yeah, no, right. but generally um, increased wages. Everyone want, We need to put more money in people's pockets. That's essentially what the goal is, but how do you do it? In Massachusetts, like I mentioned, if we don't have an agricultural industry. Right. Um, everyone eats. <laughs> Everyone eats. We only produce in Massachusetts about $40 million worth of vegetables, which is, if you think about it, what we bring in is nothing. Everyone wants whole foods, organic, natural, um, <laughs> just natural food with all, not without the shit on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can build an entire agricultural industry in Massachusetts. Just push science to its limits. They're doing it in London right now. They're doing it all across the world. They're turning uh, large-scale industrial indoor farming. If we build projects like that in the West, we're keeping money in our state. We're putting hundreds of millions of dollars out. If we keep that in our state, we can create jobs, have better health. Um, eat better. Not e eat better. Yeah. And then that that creates all sorts of peripheral jobs. like. Um, and they're higher paying than... Yeah, if, yeah. I mean, whether if you're an electrician... If you pour, if you pour yeah. concrete, if you're an electrician, if you're a plumber... Yeah, they're great jobs. You, great we, jobs. we can definitely build facilities out west and start um, just building our agriculture. We need to start investing in solar. No one's even talking about that. If you go to Keenan's, it's yeah. very light. They take credit for putting state-funded solar panels on top of schools. Everyone does a small little area. Massachusetts does better than other states in pushing solar. Yeah. But Think about the money that we spend in oil know, and gas. Crazy. If we can convert that to money that stays in Massachusetts, that keeps everyone in our state rich. You know what I mean? Yeah. Small little bits like this. If you can save money on food, if you can save money on energy, if you can have a higher living standard by companies paying more, um, because they can. Um, right. 617-500-7100. If you want to call in, I know we got some listeners. 
Uh, you have a question for the candidate, Alex Mendez. He's running for state senate in Quincy. So when is this? Is this a primary uh, and then final election? How does this work? What's, what's the election date here, Alex? Uh, it's November 8th. Uh, so it's a one-time final yeah, election? No, you're automatically because in? How I, does that work? Keenan's a Democrat. You have to do a primary if you're a Democrat or Republican. Okay. Um, so if you're Are you in, independent? Or like yeah, independent. Okay, oh, so okay, you're running cool. independent. You're going to be in the final. So you're just having one election day, which is November 8th. Yeah. To be, yep. Now, have so. you thought of getting a designation or like... Was the other party the United Independent Party? They like... actually called me up last night. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah that's... After we invited? Huh? After we invited. Yeah, no, it was actually a funny yeah, day. Us. Like I felt yeah. I felt like useless. Someone was like trolling me on Facebook. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Was it life? Evan? Evan Felchuk follow up with you? Uh no, I, he liked my Facebook page though afterwards. Cool. I was just like, that's yeah, always cool. good. Yeah. Get the Felchuk. Um, yeah, I think I invited him. I invited a bunch of people to your yeah. page today. So um, hopefully you're getting some people. Do you bump have you looked into them? Like what no, they call me. I think we're pretty much on the same page. Yeah, it's it just, like I, I, it, it's fit. just, we'll figure it out during yeah. the spring. I hope so, because yeah. uh, that will be. Uh, It'd be cool to have another. We need, we need more United Independent Party candidates, and uh, I can't say enough about their group and their organization, their political party, and uh, Evan Felchuk. He's, yeah. he's the guy. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah, no, I think I, you guys will work well together and so, get a lot of votes. They friend, friend requested. No, yeah. definitely <laughs> in Massachusetts, we need to mix it up because. My opponent is a Democrat. The governor is a Republican. On paper, indistinguishable. It's in Massachusetts, we've only had In a lot of party. respects. I couldn't believe uh, some of the stuff I was hearing from Charlie Baker the other night, talking about uh, you know, uh, hydropower, which is very interesting coming from a Republican. Wow. Um, 617-500-7100 yeah, is the phone number. Uh, we're sitting here with Alex Mendez. Uh, he's a Suffolk University... Uh, graduate for your undergraduate work, and then what was that for? What what degree? Uh, sociology. And, and a then minor you got in two German masters. Studies. What you what? And a minor in German studies. So, <laughs> no. So what was it? <laughs> Say it again. So, no. Uh, 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 what's it called? Bachelor of Arts, sociology. So this is real. You're not just trying to j- joke no, me. No, no. This art. is it's so crazy. I okay. was like, how can I? make this seem like a joke okay <laughs> I was like, can, can I push and then and in? then you got master's degrees yeah uh one in public administration and the second one in criminal justice studies oh cool yep and then after that you got a uh you went to law school Suffolk uh, law school and you graduated yep and i'm through all of that um some of my teachers have been state senators um I've been in class with state reps. City Are any of them supporting your campaign yet? You uh, not really. But when you see the level, like people in our minds, we think like, oh my God, they're like, they have this title. And then you hear them talk and yeah. you're like, holy <laughs> shit, no way. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> You're like, really? This is I know. this is who's running the show. <laughs> That's this what people is... have to realize too. Yeah. Like, I've done that. They can challenge them. And, and, and then should. I saw it and I'm like, Okay, this is explains a lot of what's going on over the past. And a lot of years. times when you talk to them, they next thing you know they're repeating you because they don't know anything well, about anything. And right, they right. see well, you know what you're talking about. and You're an expert. No, well, they pick it up, especially if you're a voter. No, and you're, two, you're reasonable. two things I want to solidify is um, one: I really want to push agriculture in Massachusetts. I, I want to go that. big scale, like give. Monsanto run for its money, lead the world in civilization, <laughs> and say we mastered uh, food Growing production. Food. Like from, I mean, New England's always been that place. It should be. It kind of is. We need to push the limits dying. of everything. Yeah. Push the limits of everything. Um, but I want to do agriculture and put that no one's putting enough pressure on pharmaceutical companies themselves on how pervasive their influence is, just in our culture in general. 
Um, all these politicians talk about fighting the opioid epidemic. They do nothing for pharmaceuticals. And this has just been a trend forever. Like people are like, oh, we need to get tough on drugs. Purdue and Purdue Pharmaceuticals, when they started pushing Oxycontin, they lied from an FDA report and right, said, right. have you they ever said it seen wasn't it? addictive, right? They said it wasn't yeah. addictive. And then they push it for 10 years. And they'll if put you, a coating on it yep, to say, it's, oh, now it's not yep, addictive. And they right? keep and like, doing yeah. that. And then they took it. They cut in half and called it Vicodin. And you're like, right. oh, okay. So then they keep changing the game. at the end of the day, the drug that it's all based on is an addictive drug. Exactly. Like you're if, never going to make an opiate not yep, addictive. It's yep, impossible. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so, and no one's putting enough pressure on that. Like it's one addictive of, no. and you can overdose. Yeah. It's yep, like twofold. Yep, it's bad for your liver. Um, let me, let's get on to, I mean, we've talked about quite a bit about the agriculture and the opioids and the marijuana. So I want to kind of move beyond to some other like quick ones, like a lightning round here. Okay. We ask quick questions, you give us quick answers. Uh, how about minimum wage? That's a big one. Um, do you support these minimum wage rises? Uh, is there a limit to it? What do you think on that issue? The point is to get rid of the unjust distribution of wealth from a whole bunch of people Oh boy! Keeping a whole bunch of money and paying people shit, like a Walmart situation. People they love Walmart, but they forget that decades ago Walmart put every small business out right. of business, destroyed the and that's why people were angry at it. And then that's why you have to shop at Walmart because Walmart exists. Um, so do, do I? I used to work at a bakery, and if the lady had to pay me fifteen dollars an hour. That would it would be ludicrous. It wouldn't. It would have put her under. She wouldn't have been able to do it. So if and when it comes to McDonald's workers and that paying them fifteen dollars an hour, you notice how they put the computers in has a negative effect. Um, but it's it's a difficult. I can't give a definite answer. Um, they put a minimum wage in Massachusetts. What's it now? It's supposed to go up to twelve dollars yep. or something. Yep. And then uh, yeah. Bernie Sanders says fifteen. It's just an arbitrary number that they're throwing around. Yeah, they just trying to have to try. They have to prioritize. Yeah. their like value their workers a little more than their advertising. Yeah, yeah well, you know, like, that's um, maybe having really great employees will you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> but that's why we need to invest in local companies. Like right. put money. They will value their. Yeah, workers I mean more. because yeah. it keeps it. The guy's working for his money. He can pay people honest wages, and there's less of abuse of the system. We're like, we don't think of it as abuse. But when you're paying really someone, abuse of the people. yeah, when you're just having some lady work 50 hours at a Wendy's drive-through for the past 15 years, you're like, you do know that you're making money off this lady dedicated. Well, I mean, her life. she'd be getting benefits if she was working 50 well, hours, though. That's yeah. the thing. They're... Well, no, they they, <laughs> they they have their ways of screwing them out yeah, of deals. Yeah, they make them work 39. Or yeah, 30 no, I I remember when I was doing an internship at the state house. I sat in a meeting and it was about Dunkin' Donuts. Um, right. Just change it calling people assistant managers so they oh, stay yeah. there later and yeah. you're just like this is this is baloney like then yeah. that's what they're all everyone's gonna they have a team of lawyers that are gonna find a change a couple words just to navigate yeah, around whatever um, let's talk about some other issues uh yeah. uh well not even issues just uh current events yeah. presidential election uh who you supporting if anybody and um, uh number one uh Donald Trump, so get the Muslims, Mexicans, all on a train, and we'll just say, no, I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> Like, where does the interview no, just no, go? No, that, I didn't that, that, that. That's, that's a, coming. That's Are a you a comedian, too? No, that's a ludicrous <laughs> proposition. So, um, yeah. so you don't like Trump? You like me? No, yeah. he's, I'd say I don't really like him. Like, it would be crazy, like. You're not going to vote for him? Definitely not going to vote so who for you, him. So who are you liking right now? Like, if uh, I remember seeing Bernie Sanders yeah. on television 
maybe five years ago and I was like, I wish everyone thought like him. And he yeah. wasn't a Democrat. He's not no, a Democrat. He's a yeah. He was he's an independent a, he's a, he's at that he's time. He's a Democrat. He was actually socialist. independent at one point. No, and he's I, a socialist. You know, he, no, he's a Democratic oh, dem- socialist. Right, and right. I, I looked at it and I said, that's a man with balls yeah. who with can, integrity. Who exactly who can say the word socialist without trying to scare people. Like snowplows everyone snowplows tonight, that's socialism. Like we got this going, clean streets to keep people safe and. Yeah, I, don't, I like the post office. That's, yeah, like the post office works. There are some things that are okay to have, like roads and bridges. We yeah. all understand that. Trash yeah. collection. So, so let's go beyond that. But uh, I uh, like Bernie right now too. So you're saying you like Bernie? That's who you're going for? Yeah, I, I've Hillary. been a Bernie. Supporter. Let me ask you another question. Who do you think? Do you think he can win? Do you think he can? Because I am starting to think that he is. I can't believe it. I, but I think he's the next president of the United States. I, I've never had a doubt the only people that have supported hillary clinton are the same people who were supporting hillary clinton just arbitrarily when before barack obama she went against him they were like oh hillary clinton's going to be the next uh, president first woman president and she at one point people kind of believed and had hope but now she's gone so just whatever that there is no um real opponent like hillary clinton doesn't even exist in my yeah, mind I mean, or she the, was never really that great the she's people just, exactly our generation woman, people got excited for a minute and then our, realized oh wait it's clinton yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our, our generation no one has she has no enthusiasm or integrity where bernie you're just like yeah yeah he's he's he he, he's he right on track. the way i look at it too is like uh you know she's got all the baggage of bill clinton but he could shrug it off because people actually kind of usually liked him a little bit. Yep. They there's something about him that they could kind of laugh along yep. with. He's just kind of like, oh shucks, yeah, he's like got oh, the I'm just a rascal. But her, it. it's like they don't like her. On she top of it, she's game. carrying all the baggage, baggage, and they personally don't like her defecting. She, I mean, that's the way I feel. She yeah. plays the game exactly how she's supposed to play the game, and she's not likable like because of it. Yeah, because exactly. like, we are all sick of the not, game. Not, and she's not well, a nice person in general. I don't think she's someone that would be pleasant to be around, like to have a beer with. For most people, I don't think. I don't care if my president's pleasant to be around. I know, but for a lot of people, that that is an issue. I want to go on to some other ones too, like even you you went to this Mascan meeting recently. Uh, did you campaign there? Because that's how I heard about you. How yeah, we, yeah. Um, I I sent out a um, email to Bill, and I was like, "Hey, I'm running. We're on the same page. Let's talk." And I went, introduced myself, said hi to everyone. They voted to endorse uh, the Kremla. Yeah, um, campaign. So for yeah, so I mean, it, it brought it down because I balancing between the two ballots, I couldn't remember all the details of every so now it's one and yep. it's something to get behind it's not perfect but it's 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 something to work with well it's something i'm voting for i'm supporting it yeah i'm working with the campaign yeah. and the uh, head of the campaign who i just talked to last night dick i mean uh mr uh, loser um i get names wrong sometimes and mm-hmm. then i like oh, i'm like oh my god in my head yeah. but it happens this is live radio if you screw up a name whatever uh we're with alex mendez unfortunately <laughs> i didn't screw up your name today right no not yet not yet you got it. You, you, like, this is part of this uh, little thing that I do. I screw up names yeah. on the How show screw up your names on a regular today? basis. And you're already like, you, you, not yet. You yeah. already knew. Yeah. Yeah. You knew is... I screw up the names. It's okay. <laughs> it's not personal. <laughs> so you're running. Uh, well, again, on the Maskin thing, huh? How was the reception among them? Did you feel like you were going to get some votes from them? And just uh, they're, they're, uh, um, there are not too many people in my district. There are about four people in my district, and we all seem to got along. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, Lauren, you, actually, there's another question too I want to ask. Uh, uh, Lauren, do you have more questions too uh, for him? Um, so I guess, uh, like, I don't know the specific issues of Quincy and your district because I don't live there, and I actually 
actually kind of avoid there. Um, but like, I know that it has been. <laughs> I say the same exact thing about Cambridge. I'm like, I'm never crossing that, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that right, river. Right, exactly. That's none of my business. Yeah, you guys like, stay over like, there. Go, I'm well, I got Cambridge. Here. I got yeah. Cambridge. I'll go south of Boston. <laughs> yeah. As long as I'm here. So. I'll, I'll be in the lands of the north and yeah. Medford and some of it. Yeah. <laughs> but that brings up, I mean, are there local issues in Quincy that are important that people are talking about that you uh, have interest in right now? Specifically uh, to Cam, just Quincy? Uh, yeah. Everyone has, once you get down to local politics, it could just be about someone zoning. I mean, I mean it's so that's kind of like. Are you you got to learn that over yeah, the next yeah, year. Yeah, that's no, I mean, the it, it, it's just stuff that once you're presented with it, you, you, it's just administrative. So you're taking the bar in February. Yeah. How much time are you going to be able to put in this campaign to learn all those issues, to meet all these people? No, I, I mean, I've lived in Quincy my whole life. So you know a lot so, of people. And that's more, that's more than half of my district. I coached uh, lacrosse, assistant coach to at the high school Abing at Abington. I had oh, coached, at Abington? I had coached at Quincy High. Oh, really? Yeah, I was I, a head coach at Triton, so uh, that's yeah. amazing. You yeah. know, we're both uh, former athletes and coaches. And, coaching, yeah. yeah. How, I mean, so terrible. you're probably going to get some parents and some kids well, well, uh, from that. That's it. I mean, it's what they say. Do you about. still coach there? Uh, no, I stopped. Um, just school and yeah, it's a full time thing. Camp, I know. I mean, you know? well, that's the way I left coaching. It's like I, I can't work a full time job outside of school and coach. It's just too much. It's you know, <laughs> it yeah. takes up like twenty five hours a week. And it's like five hours a week of pay. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. back then, anyways. Uh, yeah. I don't know how how good it is today. It, it was it was fair. Yeah, I mean, we, when you do that, it's not. Yeah, you don't do it for the money. You do it for the love and the kids. Like, I'm just, well, they fucking pay me after. No. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my check. Yeah. I remember getting that big yeah. coaching check once yeah. a year, you know? Yeah. yeah you the, once every season. And then it disappears. And, yeah. And, 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 and three, in three weeks, it's, it's yeah, just like. You already <laughs> pay the bills that you owe. Yeah. yeah it's... So you must be getting some love from them uh, at the at the high schools. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just district. friends. I mean, yeah. just it's Quincy. It's community. It's people who just know the name. And, like, there's really nothing too distinguishable not too distinguishable there's nothing distinguishable about me between anyone else that's grown up in quincy in the past 25 years we've all the same things we've seen the same things which is why i'm so committed to drug policy you know what i mean yeah it's, I it, that, that's, right. that's a big right. issue because, in quincy. because i don't want to always come back to it but it's just people put so much focus on it and right. i'm just like all this focus isn't going the right way because not not too much has changed i, I grew up with it Keenan, my opponent, he has a different perspective. Yeah, he doesn't get pharmaceuticals, it. He didn't live with it. Pharmaceuticals weren't as crazy when he was right. my age 20 years ago. Know what I mean? Yeah, he and, didn't and, grow up with it. Yeah, he didn't and grow like up his when friends, that was an issue. His friends weren't going to freaking like Iraq, Afghanistan, all that crap. His friends aren't dying from drug overdoses. Right, like, right. It, it, and like we have yeah, completely different time? perspectives. Like... Everyone in the Senate, I don't think that there might be one, two people in the Senate that went to college when computers were, you could bring a laptop into a uh, school. Yeah. And these are the people that they are going to change the future of education. The only thing that they know how to do is add money to a problem. They don't know what the fundamental like, issues are. I've been going to school for the past decade. I've done every computer program. I've sat in every class. I know things that work. And it's like having kids... These giant facilities is unnecessary when we could streamline the first year of college and reduce it to $5,000 and get a much better education in one year and make it more accessible that once you graduate high school, $5,000 is almost nothing and you get a great education for one year and then you can commit to the state schools afterwards. Excellent. 617-500-7100. I like the ideas. Yeah. Um, we're talking to Alex Mendez. He's running for uh, 
Quincy from Quincy. He's running for uh, state senator against John Keenan. We got a caller on the line. I think I know who it is. Uh, are you also gonna? Is this someone who's gonna be a Triton wrestling update for the day? Who is this? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, it is oh, Dan boy. the Man, right? Dan the Man, our number one listener and caller, um, always loyal. Dan, what's going on? You got a question for our guest today, Alex Mendez? Yes, Alex, I have a question for you. Um, if you win, um, what we, what could you do to help out the veterans that they suffer from uh, PTSD or suffer from brain uh, injuries when they come home from war? Your question is what to alleviate, to help veterans when they come back. Right. Okay, uh, some of it is I wish I could help veterans before they even go over, know what I mean? We're bombing countries right now. We're bombing yeah. countries. Like, we're talking about cannabis and people growing weed and whatever. We're bombing countries. We're screwing up lives for all sorts of people. We're screwing yeah. up lives for our own American soldiers. Yeah. We have soldiers, we have, what's the statistic? 22 soldiers kill themselves a day or whatever. We, we're committing more damage to ourselves because of our policies and people come back with PTSD and the natural response is, oh, drugs, drugs, drugs. Um, and then I'm not saying cannabis is the answer to everything, but I'm saying pharmaceuticals, antidepressants might not be the answers to everything. But um, it's, it, it, I wish that people a generation ago listened and learned lessons from Vietnam and looked back and said, when wars occur, people come back screwed up. So we need to take responsibility. And it's a shame that politicians right now have to get up on a podium for doing something that should come instinctually. Um, taking care of veterans should be a number one priority concern. I wish that we had policies where we stopped making so many disabled veterans. Right. Um, that's the fundamental issue. But I, right now people are working, They're, and that's one area, um, veterans affairs, PTSD, homelessness, all the um, encompassing areas. Politicians right now are really dedicated to that. Um, uh, this is funny because every time we have Dan the Man on, it's the same issue. You notice it, Lauren? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he always denies it. I'm like, dude, turn your radio down when you talk yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah. We can hear the echo. It's like a five second delay on what I'm we're just, saying. I'm like, starting to expect yeah. it now. Dan, quick try. Number one, did you like the response from Alex? I did. Will you turn your goddamn radio down? Okay, Mike, there's no problem. There's no radio on, no TV on. You just finally turned it off. No, you didn't. I heard myself again. Maybe it's our Skype. I I think it's Maybe you. I'm going to blame it on you. So, because it only happens in your calls. Oh, I don't know what to tell you. And now it's gone. <laughs> so I think you turned it off. You finally turned you. You did admit it, Dan. No, wait, I hear it. I hear it again. What's I, up? I, so, Dan. Whatever. My channel, what are you talking about? All right, Dan. Let me, let me uh, get right down to it. What's the Triton Wrestling update today? I want to know. What's the record for the All team? Right. How do they do today? The That's record, a big meet. The record is the record is 17 and 2. They wow. had a meet today against Bridgewater, and they won 42 to 36. Wow. That's a big Division One school. I went down to Bridgewater State. I know Bridgewater Raynham, right? Yes. Okay. And who else did they wrestle today? I think that was it. They had two wrestling meets. They had a try meet. You're not prepared. You're not prepared. I know they, they won two and they lost one. Who did they lose to? Um, some team I never heard of before. So they lost to a team oh. that you can't pronounce the name. Is that it, Dan? Yeah. 
You're kind of letting me down on this Triton wrestling update. Mm -hmm. Give me the record again. Make me happy. What is it? 17 and 2? 17 and 2. That's a pretty damn good record. It beat uh, Division 1 Bridgewater Layman 42-36. It also beat Manhart 17-10. Nice. I don't think that's a right score. It doesn't sound right, but go ahead. No, and they lost a tight one to Berwicka, 42-36. Oh, they're a good team. Bill Rick is always good. That whole Merrimack Valley Conference is always good in wrestling. All right, Dan, thanks for calling in, and uh, thanks for playing your radio in the background. You're welcome. <laughs> That's the Triton Wrestling Update from uh, Dan the Man, my alma mater. We just started doing that a few weeks ago with him. Uh, it's funny. Do you think it's us, or do you think it's him, Lauren? Um, I think it might be us if he really doesn't have anything on, like – Something might be causing an echo. I don't know. But when we get other calls, yeah, they're fine. I don't hear it on the call, so it's got to be him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, echo, echo, echo. Yeah. It's, it's like delayed echo, too. It's like yeah. only when we're talking do we hear it, though. That's why I'm like I know, suspicious on our of end. it being. Maybe it is our end. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, some kind of phone thing with his provider. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. We got to blame it on Dan the Man anyways. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's course. his fault, not it's ours. Dan's, Dan's fault. Dan. Our biggest fan. Dan. Dan, I don't even know you, man. I feel bad. He's our, he's, he's our number one listener. Yeah. Like he, he's, our, he's our boy. 617-500-7100. He's here every week, no matter the topic. He learns about all this new stuff we get into. Uh, he's a good dude. Yeah, and he, and he, he supports and, all the people we support. Yeah, and he's all, he's like famous now from the show. I yeah. keep giving him <laughs> yeah. crap. Like he's, people, my family he's members are like, who I didn't think listen to the show are like, Hey, who's this guy, Dan the Man, man? <laughs> he did, what about Dan the Man? I'm like, what? What about me? Why are you talking about Dan the Man? This is my show. This is Lauren's show. This is our show, Herbie's show. Dan the Man. Yeah, he calls in every week. You can call in, too, 617-500-7100. We want to thank Alex Mendez call in. for People, coming call in. in. Yeah, call in. Call uh, in. Let's talk. Do you talk. have a question? You want to bring up a subject that's uh, of anything. interest? Anything. Yeah. We we could sit here all day on questions, but we do want to uh, take a break, and we all, we also want to cover some other topics today too that we're into, uh, some big news stories. But we want to really thank you for coming in, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Do you have a website? How can people yeah. get involved in your campaign? Uh, how about this? Even my district is Quincy, Braintree, Holbrook, Abington, and Rockland. Even if you don't live in the area and you support cannabis reform, please, I'm asking you to go to uh com and make a donation because i hope i've made it absolutely clear of my positions on drug policy um i'm try one of the only people who's trying to be a fair open perspective on drugs um and if you agree if you probably realize very few people in the state can have an honest conversation like this. Which is important. And, That's like one of the most important things to me yeah. is that you'll talk about it. Keenan won't talk to me about yeah. it. We have a phone call. Let's take the call. What do you, Who's on the line? Oh, we lost them right there? I guess yeah. so. They oh. chickened out. This is what happens a lot. We have a lot of listeners, and a lot of times they call out and they'll chicken out. And it's funny. Uh, I know it's an intimidating show. Sometimes people say that. They're, they're too scared to call in because they're not sure if they'll be... You know, we're we're a polit- political show, and, and uh, we're not like a total red meat where everyone's on the same page. And so, who knows? 617-500-7100 if you want to call in. We're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday. Like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash the Young Jerks. It's J-U-R-K-S. Uh, like our page. Like Alex's page on Facebook, yep, too. Yep, check out Facebook, uh, back, facebook.com backslash Mendez for Senate. 
Um, yeah, but go check out the website. It's pretty, I try to put out the general outlines of my ideas. Um, more information will be coming, but really check it out. Donate even just $5. Like that's going to help out so much just because my opponent, he's getting thousands of thousands of dollars from just, uh, just police unions, oh, just yeah. everything. And the it's, it's when, if, the police are picking political candidates. What kind of country are we living in? That's you know what so I mean? true. So, and that—that's the issue we're fighting right now. We have a law day. enforcement lobby that yep. it's like prosecutors, it's the probation yep. officers, it's yep. the cops, yep. but it's the in prison guards. But, we have another phone call. Okay. Let's see if we can get a call in here. Yeah, Who is it? All right, get rid of it. I—I I don't know what's going on. That's weird. Yeah, we got issues on the lines. Let's let's just. Uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to thank Alex for coming in. Um, yeah. I don't know what the phone it. issue is, but we're having a phone issue. We're getting some calls. Unfortunately, we're going to take a break right now. Uh, we're sorry if you're trying to get through, but uh, maybe we'll try you later. 617-500-7100. You can call again on the break, and uh, we'll try to get you in and see if it works out while we're uh, playing the commercials, paying the bills, playing some music. Herbie, you going to play some music coming up next? Sure I am. What do you got? Some tree. Tree. Before we do that. Let's, uh, again, thank Alex Mendez. The website, one more time, Alex? Mendezforsenate.com. Mendezforsenate.com. Yep. And also like him on Facebook. And maybe you're a first-time listener of the show and the Young Jerks, too. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, do all the liking on Facebook. This is... Like all the things. But, yeah, thank you, everyone who's listening. And uh, everyone who's listening, feel free, email me, and I'll definitely get back to you. Excellent. We'll be right back with the Young Jerks and... Uh, Let's listen to some Tree, and uh, Tree Beer is killing it. Uh, they're expanding there at uh, Gillette Stadium. It's my friend Dave Tree uh, from the Freedom Rally. We go way back. He's one of the greatest artists. He uh, actually uh, created, helped create one of our, you know, print our, our new T-shirt that we're selling, Young Jerks. But he's got this new beer with Wachusett Beer. It's called Tree Beer uh, from his band, his legendary hardcore band, Tree. And it's everywhere now. They're... Uh, Doing a big big event this weekend again, opening an, uh, some new bars. I'm looking forward I, to tasting. I still haven't tasted it, which you'll probably be mad at me about at this point because it's been out for a few months. But really what I'm looking forward to is uh, in a couple of years when we have some tree weed, too, to go with that tree <laughs> beer. I can totally see that going that way. Maybe we'll have some Mike Can uh, weed, too. Legal in Massachusetts. That's what we're fighting for right here on this show. I know, definitely. Um, we're going to take a break. We're going to listen to some tree. What is it? Question Abuse? What's what's the song? You called it. Question Abuse, one of my favorite tree songs. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to question all abuse, especially if it's coming from the DEA. WEMF Radio. Oh, we're live. I thought we were playing another promo. Maybe uh, Canicare Doctor. I wasn't ready. Sorry, dude. We're back live. Uh, we're uh, cutting... Uh, from the Eminem song, because we got a phone call, and it's uh, a story I haven't even talked about today that I definitely want to talk about. Uh, just came out on Boston.com from Adam Vaccaro. Uh, there was another story uh, posted uh, that had uh, some quotes for Shaleen Title. There have been two stories about it, uh, two different reporters, uh, related to a uh, dispensary group that we helped, I felt like we helped, uh, support through their campaign to open in Boston, Patriot Care. Um, their lobbyists has now reportedly started a um they've registered a campaign against the legalization initiative in massachusetts and it raises a series of questions and people are all fired up we posted this uh last night on our facebook page and on my personal page 
and people are fired up. I mean, uh, well, yeah, it's definitely not a. I don't think a great move for Patriot Care and uh, no. Dennis, who I consider a friend from this. You know, going through uh, the process, I, I became friends with him. Um, I'm concerned about some of his comments, and I wanted to talk to uh, the political director for the campaign to reform marijuana. Uh, like alcohol in Massachusetts, uh, Will Loser, who we have on the phone. Hi, Will. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Good. Did I say your name right? It's Luzier, Will Luzier, and it's the campaign to regulate marijuana <laughs> like alcohol. I, it's not a show and, if I don't get I somebody's name wrong. <laughs> Will, Will Luzier. Uh, hey, Lauren, uh, Lauren, how are you? I'm all right. Thanks. And uh, is Rose Pierre there? No, he's not. He's in Haiti, actually, visiting family. Yeah, just us today. He gave him a vacation, huh? Yeah, yeah. He, well, he didn't, <laughs> he, we didn't give it to him. He just took it. Like, all of a sudden, he's like, where's yeah. Rhodes? I'm in Haiti. I'm calling for Haiti. Okay, Rhodes. I'll be here a little while, he said. <laughs> and uh, uh, hey to Herbie, too. Hey. Oh, Herbie. Herbie's <laughs> waving. Yep. So what, what's, you read this story. Uh, what is happening? What do you? What's your impression? What? What? Do you have any comment on that story that I'm talking about? Well, you know, I, I you know, uh, Dan Delaney, who's the the lobbyist for uh, Patriot Care, um, is also the CEO of uh, a group called Commonwealth Alternative Care, and they have uh, uh, three applications for uh, uh, registered marijuana dispensaries, medical marijuana, um, and. You know, I'm sure that they probably are looking at the bottom. Uh, 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 Patriot Care, by the way, is um, is a uh, an organization that that's part of a larger larger organization that has uh, dispensaries in New York, in uh, Arizona, in Illinois. I don't think the one in Illinois is open yet. Um, they may have a couple in Southern California, um, and so uh, and and they allegedly are just interested in the medical business. And so I think what they're doing is they're, they're trying to protect their bottom line, uh, but uh, by, you know, opposing uh, the adult use of marijuana, opposing the campaign to regulate marijuana, uh, like alcohol, in, uh, you know, because they think that uh, if they have an exclusive right to sell marijuana, then they're going to make a lot of money. And but in the meantime, folks are still going to go to jail. Uh, you know, the illicit market's still going to boom. Um, and you know, we're out. We always thought that we'd have opposition, uh, but you know, honestly, we didn't think it would come from uh, folks who uh, were, uh, you know, in in the business. Yeah, me neither. I'm I'm kind of very surprised. And just starting to dig into this a little bit, and I have a lot of questions. I don't know how far I want to go on this yet because I know there's going to be a bigger story that I'm going to write on this. I just know it. But this raises a lot of red flags. Yeah. I just can't even tell you. I, if you're a listener, you know what? Th we're going to be digging into this because, like you said, uh, I, I've heard a lot of things uh, that there may be, you know, he trying to, this same um, Dan Delaney uh, maybe trying to open in Cambridge. Boston has a monopoly now. They're going to say um, for medical marijuana, they won't go recreational. That whole thing that happened. Now I'm questioning everything with Patriot Care. Right. You know, we were so supportive of them. Um, I just want people to know that we're going to we are going to follow up. Believe me, 
on this story. That that much I can tell you. Um, beyond that, I want to because I know you know you 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 gave us a great statement already. But I want to I want to go. How is the campaign going? Are you still confident? Like I am. I think we're going to win legalization two to one in November. How confident are you of winning this campaign? Will right now. Uh, you know, I, I continue to be confident, but, uh, you know, we're going to have to, uh, put, uh, all our shoulders to the plow and make sure every, make sure this happens. You know, what I'm concerned about, Mike, honestly, is that folks get too competent. They think that this is a slam dunk and they don't come out and help. They don't come out and talk to their friends and relatives and neighbors about how important this issue is. And, and, uh, and then, uh, we, we, we lose momentum. Uh, rather than gain momentum, so uh, I'm I'm a little concerned about people getting complacent. I'm not worried about it on legal. <laughs> I, I think people in mass are ready to go, and I think we're going to win big. Um, but I, well, I, 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 I agree you with know. you though. We you have a lot of work to do. I mean, you still have to collect more signatures, right? Yeah, that's right. So uh, the the timing of the campaign now is that uh, the bill the petition was filed in the legislature on the sixth of. January, the first day of the legislative session, they have until May third to to uh, pass that uh, bill and have it signed by the governor. And you know, the governor's already said he's not going to sign any le- uh, legalization legislation that comes across his desk. So, come May fourth, we ask for more petitions, uh, and we have to gather another ten thousand seven hundred ninety-two certified signatures. And they can't be duplicates of the of the, the signatures. They got to be new. From the first round, new people, right? They all have to be new signatures. But you know, ten thousand seven hundred ninety-two is a little easier to get than sixty-four thousand seven hundred fifty. Which <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nut was the earlier nut. So uh, you know, we're confident that we're going to be on the ballot in uh, November. We're going to be building coalitions of uh, you know uh, interested folks, um, clergy. Uh, you know, all kinds of folks who, uh, uh, medical people, uh, academics, um, and, you know, we'll be rolling out those folks uh, in a number of uh, venues over the next, well, probably right up to the election. Um, and, and, you know, we're going to run ads. We're going to have some, uh, some uh, on-air um, uh, presence. I'm hoping that we'll get some ads on uh, WEMF. Yeah, we'd love yeah, that. We'd love we it. would love that. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, at, at least I'll come on and talk about it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Sure. We want you Me on too. throughout the campaign. Um, and, so, and and just just so folks know, uh, last Sunday, uh, I don't know if you talked about this, but uh, MassCan, the, the activist organization, MassCan Normal, uh, endorsed us. And I know that uh, Normal, uh, the National Normal Organization, and Normal, you know, stands for the... Uh, uh, the no, repeal no. Mar- the National <laughs> Organization to Repeal Marijuana Laws. You got it before uh, me. I was about to say it, and uh, I got tongue-tied, too. So you I, got it. You, you know, got it, Will. They were, they were supposed to have a, a board meeting, I think, uh, today, uh, to, uh, and they were going to vote, vote on, on uh, endorsing uh, our campaign, the national organization. Excellent. Uh, and, and they may have. They were supposed to be in Washington. It may have been snowed out. I, I don't know if that's happened or not, but um, I did talk to... Um, uh, uh, now the guy's name is going to slip my mind. Keith Stroop, um, who uh, uh, you know, who's a, a longtime uh, um, founder of Normal, and and he uh, he said said that he thought that uh, 
normal was going to was going to endorse our petition in Maine's as well. That's great, and especially I think for MassCan, I'm, I'm proud of MassCan that they did that. Uh, they they let you know they did the right thing. They they initially supported the other initiative when that got eliminated. They didn't have any sour grapes on it. They voted for the initiative. They did the right thing for your initiative. I'm I'm happy for them. I'm happy for you guys. I also want to note that uh, Andy Gauss, who was with Bay State Repeal, uh, just submitted a, a piece for my uh, syndicated call on the Token Truth, uh, where he advocates voting for your initiative as well. So we're starting to see some Bay State Repeal members, uh, some of the key ones, start to go your way as well, which is a good sign. I know not all of yep. them are. It's, it seems like the only time Bay State Repeal comes up is when they say Steve Epstein's against it. Well, some of uh, uh, the people that Steve were working with, they're starting to go to the your campaign will, which is good news as well. You've um, got to come together absolutely. when they have to. Yeah, we also yeah. have a candidate in office here, too, Alex Mendez. He said he was supporting the initiative. You want to say hi to Alex Will, too? Hey, Alex. Uh, you know, thanks for your email. Alex sent me an email earlier, uh, and he was at the MassCan uh, uh, member uh, event on Sunday and, and awesome. made an appeal to those folks. I'm sorry I didn't get to talk to you there, yeah, Alex. Likewise, but, uh, likewise. We'll, we'll connect sometime soon. Another thing I want to bring up, because uh, your background, you have a, a big-time background in the substance abuses, specifically dealing with the opioids we've been talking a lot about today and in the past recently, and it comes up so much in the news now. Do you think that you're going to be able to uh, talk about opioids related to cannabis and how, you know, that you think that issue, your experience is going to be a benefit to this campaign, and how so? How do you hope that happens? Yeah, I, 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 you know, I think so. Uh you know, I, I don't think that marijuana and opiates have any connection. Uh, you know, right. the connection to o- opiates is, uh, is prescription drugs, you know, the mm-hmm. over-prescribing by, by doctors. Um, and, and that's been going on historically for a long time. Um, you know, I will say that uh, there are some studies that have said, for instance, that uh, folks who are withdrawing from opiates, uh, their withdrawal is much easier if it's eased by um, cannabis, um, right. and that folks who are in treatment um, uh, stay in treatment longer if they're allowed to use cannabis. Right. That's um, interesting. They shouldn't so, be kicked off due to... And, yeah. and there's also the fact, too, like I, I always want to bring up um, that study that I keep talking about um, where they found a 25% reduction in states with medical marijuana or legalization for opiate overdoses. And Yeah, 25% reduction in, in, in 25% fewer opioid uh, overdose deaths in in uh in uh states that have medical marijuana and the, and the thing so that, i think that's that's an yeah. important too i i really do because i think there's uh what you know our friend dr uma always says cannabis for so many is an exit drug it was for me i hurt my back i've had chronic pain for 17 years i got prescribed it wasn't uh oxycontin back then it was tylenol with codeine i got that prescription it was an opiate um and i basically before that prescription was done, I flushed them down the toilet. I was using cannabis. Ever right. since then, I've been using cannabis. So if we can just, you know, one out of four, one out of five, one out of ten, no matter how many, I don't care what the number is, if there's a number of people who cannot even go to opiates because they can just use cannabis, right. that's a huge <laughs> and it helps them benefit yeah. to us. I talked, I talked to a young woman on, on Friday, uh, and she told me that uh, she uh, was – uh, learning to ice skate, and she shattered her ankle. Um, and they gave her Vicodin and yeah. Oxycontin, and she just couldn't handle it. It was it was too much for her. But, and then when she found out that 
that marijuana would help with her her pain, and and she sort of has post traumatic uh, arthritis now. Uh, you know, it's sort of a um, uh, something nerve. that happens when you have an injury. Yep. And and, wow. uh, and and so she treats it with cannabis, and and she's uh, you know for the most part pain free. I mean, that's it. You know, it it's it, it's you don't no overdose, no addiction. And it's not it's not just for people that are um, you know managing chronic pain that are on opiates, but really there's a bunch of heroin addicts out there who just wanted to get high and who started off and became heavily addicted and are risking death all the time. And like maybe you know cannabis is a way out for them whether they maybe suboxone doesn't work maybe the other options aren't you know going to benefit them like way. they're people too yeah. and like there's a way for them back into the sort of like the, the whether it's emotional society. or physical pain I yeah what, you know i don't know i don't, yeah, no, I don't like I mean, to group all people that yeah, use but drugs I, I, that, I understand like, that, that lauren but i think like, a lot of times when people uh you know they they do have these emotional issues right. whether well, they're diagnosed or not yeah well i want to thank you so much for calling in today and uh weighing in on the short notice. My oh, pleasure. Where are you located? Uh, are you are you dealing with snow right now? Where are you at? Yeah, I'm in Alston. Oh, nice. I'm only one town over from you guys. See, yeah, we'll, we'll be okay. And and you guys uh, safe home. And uh, the website, if anybody wants to know, is www.regulatemass.com. And how, one last question: How can people help with this campaign to legalize for November 2016 that you guys are running? How can well they they can they can come to the website, uh, sign up. Uh, they can donate if they want to uh, give a donation, but for the most part, uh, you know, we we need feet on the street uh, when when signature time comes around, and then when when uh, voter registration time comes around, and and all of that stuff. So we're trying to build the network. Um, so come uh, come to the website, sign up, and uh, and we'll we'll be in touch on how you can help out. Thank you Great. so much, Will. Thank you. Adios, Mike. Thanks, Lauren. Good to talk to you. Uh, thanks so much. Thank you. That was Will. He's the political director for the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol in Massachusetts. That's a group that's going to legalize marijuana in yeah. uh, Massachusetts. November 2016, we all get to vote on it. He's the top guy. It's, it's yeah, great that he calls in and gives us the time on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah it actually. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good. He's. Um, do you think that all the other groups are kind of going to end up conglomerating under that under that organization? Like, they state repeal, all the other stuff? Like, it's sort of... I think together. the majority of activists are supporting this campaign. Right. right. And I think they that's will, the that more and more will break towards to that, even the ones against it. But there'll still be a minority. But right. that's okay. I think we have enough votes. Yeah. And I think that what Will said is the most important thing. Our role is not to try to uh, convince people who will never be convinced. Right. Our role is to get people out who agree with us, who right. are our friends, family. The, the, the numbers are out people there. People that are out there. Encourage sure. them to that's vote. That's what this whole election is Let them know that they're part of a historic mo- movement. Right. Their vote can and be part of history. You've got to come out and vote. Important. It's get registered. It. No, yeah. I mean, even from terms of presidential elections, all the even the Senate one. This is a historic right like, time. This is, yeah, this this is the is, time to vote. So many yeah. times, so many elections, people have said there's no reason to vote. Well, I'm starting the 2008. I had a reason to vote for decrim. 2012, yeah. I had a reason to vote for medical. 2016, I have a reason to vote for legal, and for the first time in a long time for me, really, and I voted third party. I still vote presidential, yeah. but I'm actually probably going to vote Democrat. I can't believe it. I oh mean, my gosh, well, so much Bernie, 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 because he's not a Democrat. So and he's, you know, I'm not saying Democrat, he's a Democrat, and I'm not You're saying he's a Bernie. god right. and he's going to yeah. fix right everything. Minute, yeah, but like, <laughs> vote for Bernie. We got to be patient and, and gradually. Fix some of these things and yep. and, and and have our voice heard. And that's what we try to do every week. Well, yeah. that's that's 
40 years, this entire culture has been subliminated. I mean, they took all the music and made that popular, and they tried to treat the rest of us like crap. But you know what I mean? But now we're coming back. Uh, yeah. And I we're mean, smarter. We got the tech on our side. Yeah, we got yeah. young people engaged. Yeah. We got this show. We got uh, guys like Will calling in. We got guys like Alex running. Alex Mendez, your website again? Uh, MendezForSenate.com. Thank you for coming in today. Mm-hmm. And thanks, Dan, the man, for calling in. He sent me a message that he is one of the nervous people calling in. But you know what? I love it. Dan, yeah, I give you a lot of crap. You're <laughs> we nervous you, Dan, every man. week. You screw up, but you keep calling. You get the courage. Yes, thank you. I know that uh, you listen every week, and you usually do call in, and you do add something to the show, even when I'm yelling at you. Yeah, he does. And you know what? He messages. He's, even when he's yeah. not calling in, he, he gives us his opinion. He'll give us links to information. Like and he gave me an update on my team. Yeah, that yes. we're like we have two losses this year. Gold we're star listener. Triton <laughs> Wrestling is killing it. Congratulations, <laughs> Coach Mack, and tri- congratulations to Triton Wrestling. We gotta give Triton them some Vikings. stickers to put up every all their events. Yeah, some young jerk stickers or something. Yeah, well, I don't want. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, I kind of kept the firewall between me and the school because of the whole weed thing. <laughs> right, right. I just right. kind of been separating it, but now what I'm just about, like, you don't know want. What? I think it would be cool to support the show, the team. But yeah. just keeping updates and announcements yeah, and talk no. about them. I mean, that's, that's totally cool. It's normal people. Because I, I always think we're they, people. They, 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 to be ashamed of. Yeah, yeah. but I, like, I am Mr. Weed in the state, and yeah. uh, Nothing I, you know, that. being a coach or something up there today would be a problem. For it's unfortunately, it's true. That's, well, that's awful. It is. It's this like is you're political not Mr. correctness. <laughs> well, I use it, and I'm open about it. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, in some employment situations with kids, especially oh, in the public with school, with children. Yeah, that's true. But hey, I'm a big supporter. I'm talking about it. A lot of the trade and program likes us a lot of them listen to our program too so nice. that's all i want i just you know and and i'm hoping to get up to see a match one of these days and just show up that'll be my <laughs> way it. i don't have to coach i can be in the stands and be in a an alumni yeah you can yeah be like a mentor yeah 617-500-7100 is the phone number if you want to weigh in I know uh, we're going to be wrapping up the show in a second. I want to thank Herbie, always behind the board. Yes, thanks. He's like the most important <laughs> he one keeps, here. He's the glue Even that holds us all together. Us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, WEMF Radio, I want to thank them every week. Um, I want to thank all of our guests again, Alex and uh, Will, for calling in. I want to thank all the listeners. Yes, thank you. Canacare Docs, if you need a medical marijuana recommendation, canacaredocs.com. Check it out. Those yeah, and tell them we sent you. Great people. Yeah, tell them we sent you. And I have an announcement. I'm actually going to have to take next week off because oh. I'm going to be in L.A. Oh, yeah? What are you doing? Uh, it's top secret project. Oh, I can't announce so. it yet, but okay. I'll be back the week after. You're missing sure. a big show next week, too. I'm glad you brought that up. Because yeah. next week we have uh, uh, city councilor, the new city councilor, Jan Devereaux, coming in. And I believe we have someone trying to open a dispensary in Cambridge. Ooh. Um, so it should be very another oh, very man. interesting show. Uh, more politics, Probably more weed politics, more... Regular world, pol- all kinds of politics. Just here. life. Sounds yeah. good. Life. Yeah. If so. I was able to go to LA and cover, there's a set like a well, you can can- listen. cannabis cup. You can listen if oh, you want will- to. Yeah, yeah I will be. Uh, and 8 p.m. tonight, we got fresh weed uh, coming up. So stick around, WEMF Radio. Keep listening every Saturday. Invite all your friends. That's the other thing. Yeah, uh, share Do us. what I did today. Don't keep I went to, to Alex Mendez's Facebook page. I invited a bunch of my friends. A lot of them have liked the, his page today. Do that for him. Mm-hmm. And then go to thank our you, Facebook, The Young Jerks. Yep. And invite all your friends. You know the friends that like uh, this type of program. It will change their life. They'll thank you. How many people? Yeah. I'm serious. Like a lot of our friends and listeners thank each other for uh, you know sending that invite because our show does add to the quality of the life. You can see yeah. some of the calls and listeners. They connect with the show. They connect with each other. You know the friends that would be interested in this. Invite them. Don't be shy. And uh, if they don't like it, if you see they don't like it, send them a little private message and say, hey, check these guys out. Yep. Every Saturday. Here's the Facebook page. 
We'll be back next week. Can't wait. My name is Mike Crawford. She is. I'm Lauren Pespiza. Stay warm, everybody.